0: Episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Talk, on Twitter at blocktalk ic and visit TheatreInTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. the devil is in the detail and the devil is in disguise as a parody the belay brothers decided to borrow a challenge from that other show only they managed to figure out a way to make it worse and then in turn blame their contestants for its execution time to get a dictionary and read what the word parody really means and talk about all things dragula season four and joining me is a bitch who's got a demon running through her blood Zalika parsons
1: hello hello ugly how you doing
0: Oh, you know, um, blood was running through my veins, boiling during this episode. I was mad. This episode made me mad.
1: Yeah, I was so confused because I was like, I honestly, I, I agree. Like, they're the strongest top five out of the entire cast. Like, they. There goes so my question. Existed. I was saving it. for later. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, my bad. Whatever, but <laughs> yeah, you know, you're like. Listen, you can ask me again, because I may change my opinion based off what you have to say, because this episode, awesome. I don't even know, I, I've i said it before and I've said it again, the editing, whoever is in charge of editing the show, I don't know what's going on. I'm very confused, but you know what, we'll get to it.
0: Yeah, well, before we do, unfortunately, mm. you had a, a little bit of an issue and couldn't join us for the episode you really, really wanted um is there anything you would like to say um in respect to the extermination of miss mary cherry
1: uh you know what honestly i was going to go in on it and be like be very opinionated because i'm someone with a lot of opinions but after reflecting and looking back and seeing how she's been treated by the fans i don't feel like anything I have to say is anything that she doesn't already feel or she isn't already heard. So I'm just going to keep my words to myself and continue on with this episode. I am pissed I missed that episode because that was a very good episode and a very good challenge. Yes, but yes. things happen.
0: Life. Alright. Opening movie. Take me to church. The Belays are going in for their own little sir man. But first, what was that liquid that a can of a Swan's mouth? Is she an alien? Is that what we're doing? Going, going for here? Who's I don't know. I was like I kind of got the
1: Exorcist vibe. I was, I at first I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But then the priest took got his shirt off, and I was distracted. So I was excited, anyway. Would you so. like
0: to know what my note is? My next note. It says, yeah. <laughs> "So the bearded priest, which I'm sure is a Zalika Parsons fantasy man, gets like all <laughs> kinds of destroyed." I was like, honestly, I was so
1: confused because at first I was like, "Oh my god, they finally found someone to wear clothing. Uh, finally, a man is going to wear clothing on this episode." And then like three seconds later he was naked nope. and i was like oh, never mind
0: stripped dominated and engaging in bad passive acting that man is not a good actor or if he is an actor in real life let's get you some lessons lika will help you out
1: oh listen i'm not someone who is the big best actor in the world but like i know when oh. b-rate hard acting
0: mm-hmm. and i think but you know you can how you can help him out mm-hmm.
1: oh i could help i, I got a few things <laughs> like in my sleeves that could help out
0: yeah um did you notice a uh, very good shot very good imagery the bottom of the cross looks like a penis no i didn't i'll have to go back i it didn't awesome. see that um yeah they finish him leave him and scene. that's it that's all i got here well the safe monsters are in the boudoir for more product placement because saint hoso zava and Dali have literally nothing to talk about mm. god huh it's dread boxes and they're like this is my favorite movie company Dali claims that Art the Clown would have been their horror icon had they been there for that challenge. So why are you not there? Why weren't you there? Tell us. Can you give us the TV um,
1: Yeah, That's it was weird. It?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you knowledge it. So tell us. I don't know. Just saying. I hope Maybe, it comes up. Uh, I, I want to know what you got for your pass. Who
1: knows? They got there. All the rules are when it comes to drag TV shows, there are really no solid rules. We think we know the rules and then they just make up what they want.
0: Well, Zavoletta is gonna say with everything she sees there, they create movies. So dot dot dot. Bad acting. Uh let me get you into the Michael Block School of Convincing line readings. Let me help you out here, Zavoletta, because that was not a good line reading. whatever um story producer was there with you, uh, they gotta they gotta work on themselves because that was not that they, they did you dirty. They made you sound bad. Um also, do we know, do we think Zava knew? The reference to i'm ready for my close-up do you know do you think she knows where it came from
1: i think she does i mean i've heard her say it before
0: okay i'm just checking not no, everybody I'm saying I've is, heard, is definitely like
1: in conversation because as someone who's worked with zavaletta before
0: mm-hmm. i
1: mean i've definitely we because whatchamacallit we were talking specifically remember there was one week for iconic where we were talking if you guys did an acting challenge how it would have sucked and she was like it wouldn't have sucked i'm ready for my close-up and i was like oh no she gets
0: it there we go cool hey listen I, i'm checking because i guarantee mm. you there are some monsters out there watching the show being like i don't know what that is does he come up with that put it on a t-shirt
1: listen half the people uh, girl after this episode i'm sure a lot of people don't know what they're doing
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm Alright, so who's coming back? Dolly says Sigourney 100% as she has made the competition. Hoso says Jade was just not in the game. Her head was out of it. And Dolly continues to harp on the idea that Sigourney brings glamour to the forefront like Sigourney is just like the the, the best. And Saint is like, but what about me? I am but her. Am I not yeah. glamour? It's okay. You're both beautiful. Um, they do want to see scary Sigourney and Hoso needs a little diversity from her. She comes back and believes uh, that Jade had a small part um, of her wanting to go. Like she just needed to go. Kitty, Kitty, Kitty was the focus there. But she mm. shares her experience about the roach room with its offensive overhead lighting. She had a roach that went up underneath her wig. Ew. What would you do if a roach went in your wig?
1: I mean, I don't have real hair, so it probably would have fucked, like scared the fuck out of me because all the legs on my bald head. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's part of the game like she said is something she said it best she said it was horrifying but it's not something that wasn't doable so with that attitude i'm
0: sure absolutely she she does say that they are surprisingly noisy but mind over matter it's okay mm-hmm. saying says that jade has proven herself in this competition and if anyone has any doubts of jade being a monster they've clearly never met her which then goes back to the editing they 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 probably spoke to her and said You want a good edit, we'll give you a good edit, but we know deep down you're really a monster and you can show it after the show. Mm -hmm. Dolly knows people will be apprehensive with Jade on the cast, but she made the top six. She did better than Dolly and Saint did on their first try.
1: And does that mean we're going to get Jade Jolie for all stars?
0: Maybe. All right, for this week's challenge, they will be starring in their horror short parody of The Exorcist called the Exorcist sisters. And they said parody specifically. Let's, let's, let's break down the sentence. Movie. Let's break down the sentence. Yes, <laughs> Parody. A parody is a literal or music work in which the styling of an author or work is closely imitated for comic effect or ridicule. Examples mm-hmm. in movies include airplane, space balls, scary movie, not another teen movie. Let's remember this when we move forward with this episode. Mm hmm. Yeah, we're just going to mm-hmm. leave that there. We're going we're, we're gonna to yep. have a lot to discuss in here, but they yep. specifically said the word parody.
1: More than once. Mm-hmm. In our parody version, in this parody movie, parody And it's parody.
0: called The Exorcisters, which mm-hmm. you can only imagine is something a RuPaul drag race intern would have come up with.
1: Or someone gay, the gay version of, you know what I mean? Like drag gay mm-hmm. culture.
0: All right. They will assign roles, rehearse it and create costumes for the entire short together. It's a full on production and they are responsible for all of it. Remember that too. Mm -hmm. The second part of the challenge is create a demon themed look and model it on the floor show. Peaches Christ will be present to help them get ready for their short. She will be on hand to give acting advice and direct their little play. The challenge is brought to you by dread. The winner of the challenge will appear in the upcoming dread movie. Ooh. Ooh. Well, this week they have a Peaches Christ eyebrow challenge for the right feet, where the winner will get to, in fact, cast the movie. I think Zalika Parsons would have won this hands down. Actually, this is
1: triggering because, fun fact, not many people know this. I got my start and drag on Tumblr's Drag Race, which is an online parody version of, well, not parody. I can't say that because <laughs> <laughs> using the word parody wrong. Haha. <laughs> um, No, it was an online version of Drag Race that we did on Tumblr. And one of the challenges was like icons of drag. And I actually had to be Peaches Christ and do her makeup. So and I did decent, I think. But I don't think the problem is, is I think the real test was proportion and like quick uh, line work. Because you saw a lot of them are just like, oh, yeah, draw really high eyebrows. So I don't know if I would have been able to do it in that short of a time frame.
0: That's fair. But well, I would try. The monsters are heading back to the boudoir where they wait for peaches and the gag about just it's not just any movie it's a dread movie Ah, oh, we love dread no they don't they don't know Mm-mm. dolly has never acted before but they're super excited well peaches arise and if you do drag you should know who peaches christ is um uh, which i feel like is an important statement if you do drag you should be aware of peaches christ and her impact in <coughs> drag and nightlife and and comedy so yeah do some research friends go do it um so they must create her eyebrows on their face in five minutes have you ever done an eyebrow in five minutes yes were they good you saw it on the one the last time i did this podcast i did my eyebrows
1: in like five minutes There we good so were they good um, well you be the judge they were. were they good they were
0: <laughs> zava says that peach's eyebrows go from new york and back hmm We're going to get some comical underscoring as they all attempt to draw on some brows and with peaches lurking in the back. And it's like, this is camp. This is comedy. I'm enjoying. We're going comedy today. I'm here for it. It's setting up for a parody episode, which Mm -hmm. is about comedy. They're high, well arched, symmetrical, and they're going to get them to win. She spooks Hoso um, so much so that I think Hoso fucked the line. And that's Mm. why she did what she did. Peach has said this challenge has allowed her to learn more about herself than she thought, and it's time mm. to examine the little monsters. Dolly is a little too John Wayne Gacy than she would like to see herself as. Uh, she loves Hosa, but the angles are kind of wrong. Sigourney made caterpillars, but Peach just thought they were barbed wire. She tells Saint that the arch was pretty correct, it's just not higher, big enough, but clearly the winner is Zavoletta, ah. the fright beat master of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah it really was between her and scene and i think just zava just had a little more camp to it
1: and like detail and like yeah the symmetry because saint had the symmetry going on but she went makeup artist she didn't go Peaches price right. exactly. because Peache's Price exactly. does amazing makeup but she doesn't look like the instagram makeup model she looks like camp makeup
0: yeah michael varatti is the writer of the film that they are going to be creating and well This man is going to be put through it. He's going to experience why being a writer in a room is not a fun job.
1: Nope.
0: Also, he's been a guest judge before, right? We've seen him before.
1: He seemed familiar. I honestly, I think, yeah.
0: All right. Well, Zava is going to do good, so good will come back so everyone will get good roles. She will play the priest. Sigourney, who needs some horror and filth, will be the assistant. Hosa will be the teen, and the mothers will be Saint and Dolly. If you, off the bat, with just those roles which title which which character would you want to play um
1: i would want to be the priest Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's the most interesting role it's the most complex role and yeah yeah, i think it had the most versatility because like the Boulet brothers said like we'll get to that later but like a lot of the other roles were a little more predictable in their arc whereas the priest i feel like you could more versatility with
0: yeah but dolly of course they're a fucking mom Mm -hmm. the is surprised to get the role she did because it makes them have to work together and at this point her and zavlita really don't have a bond Mm. they're going to read the script out loud for us to hear and well maybe just hire me to write your script jesus christ i mean okay
1: i want to we're gonna have to i will say my opinions about the script writing once we get to the individual critiques mm-hmm. because the, the script mm-hmm, <sighs> mm-hmm. I really want to see a paper copy of the script because how they gave H- Hoso so much oh you, you you were original by going back to being a scared little girl and then going flipping back and forth that's something that's written that's not a character choice that is something that's written down yeah. in the script so
0: well, we, we're, we're going to hear Dolly and Saint take on voices for their parts, virtually as Jennifer Coolidge and a chain smoker, respectively. That, my friends, is what we call parody,
1: which was parody. hysterical. I was the whole time Very laughing. Bad.
0: Zava turns on the super gay voice and they are finding characters. It's funny. It's silly. It's camp. It's parody. We arrive on the main stage to see Peaches and Michael awaiting for them to coach So, one by one, they're going to do a character read. Dolly goes on and does a very good Jennifer Coolidge. I was kind of impressed with it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Hoso turns on from sweet and innocent to demonic underlord. Peaches will tell her to pull back on the sweet manipulative thing and think creepier and quieter. Okay. Hoso tries it again, and wow, we're doing drama. Let's go to Yale drama school here. Mm. Sigourney is asked to do a line or two from the script, not of Coke. And she is like her version of Igor, and it's very mediocre, but Peaches liked it. Saint and her smoker voice is next, and Peaches wasn't expecting it. Michael says her daughter is possessed, but she's possessed by four packs a day. That's a funny line. Good line. I don't know if they came up on the spot. That was a funny line. Good job, Michael. Yeah, Yeah, good job. Good job. Mm -hmm. Zava in confessional, though, is going to say that she is worried about Saint because the voice ain't working immediately cut to her doing a super effeminate gay voice as the priest and that my friends is what we call shade
1: i honestly loved the gay voice i like literally like it was really funny but it was she was still serious at the same time mm-hmm. like it worked for the character in my opinion
0: Dali says the gay priest is the first time she's been turned on by Zavoletta. why is it hot what is wrong with them i don't know
1: i think that's Good the part you. of parody though like as parody is supposed to make you question what you think of an original piece of art or original character. So I thought Zava was doing her job with that voice. Personally.
0: Correct. Correct. All right. Well, Peaches is going to offer a note on doing good camp. She says there has to be an element of earnestness. It, if it's all out of 10 and they're doing all camp, it stops being funny. Believe what you're doing and then the comedy will come. Try doing less to be funny. That's correct. Michael will now literally... Contradict the Boulay's video that was clearly filmed prior to the finalization of this challenge, as he is going to tell them to film a scene of true horror in the spirit of Dracula. That's not what they were told. Not at all. I would lose my shit if I were them. How many? The curveball here. The curveball here is they're going to force every single one of them to change their characters and create a virtually different scene. And like how many acting challenges
1: have we seen on Dragula? Which ones were serious? Out of any acting challenge ever on Dragula, which one was serious? The acting on Dragula has never been serious. Even the fucking extermination preview, like not extermination, the um, intro scenes, they're not even serious. Right. Like, it's always stupid. And it's like, I don't understand why this is the point where like, no, we're actually looking for real actors now out of nowhere. No parody, just serious, scary, spoopy actors.
0: Now we see this new scene with the drama. The voices are no longer working. It's a montage of failure. And Peach is just telling them to stop doing camp. Um, I'm not saying that Peaches is wrong. But when Michael says you have to know what kind of movie you're in, they have to look at the material and see what the movie asks of them. That was not the instructions they were given. They were told parody, they played into parody, and now they're told it's no longer a comedy because the Dread writer didn't intend it to be one. So I don't know if when they were filming these previews and were planning on doing a parody challenge that the Dread sponsors came in and said, no, we don't do parodies, we do strict horror, we can't have that be our brand, so they had to change it. That's when you, as the Boulets, as the producers, have to go back in, put that same fucking wig and makeup on, and reshoot that.
1: Or, you, like... I am thing I'm most pissed off by the fact that they, like, literally just hyped them up to do one challenge and didn't address the elephant in the room. Like, even if it was, like, a... Well we could see you be funny, but now we want you to get serious. Like if they made it a part of the episode and like right. threw that arc in there, I would have like been more okay with it. But like, it's so fucked up because first, like, let's just get to their individual performance. Like it's, I, I, yeah. I, I
0: have a lot to say. The whole sequence really just didn't infuriate me as camp and parody are really my genres. I have great experience mm-hmm. in them when it comes to writing and viewing. Even when they do camp parodies on Drag Race, They're really shitty, but they're rooted in parody and comedy. This Mm -hmm. was not. They set these five up to look like fools. Exactly. Peaches is brilliant. And the things that Peaches said is actually correct and excellent direction. But if if you are also using this moment to be something that you're teaching the audience, instructing the audience on what camp is and comedy and parody, you're literally lying to them. Mm -hmm. This is not what camp is. This is not what parody is. And you're going to have people now believing, well, this is what Peaches told me. Well, this is what the the monster said in confessional. It's not true.
1: I think it's going down the drag race formula of remember when there was a little more dirt, grime and edge to the challenges or like it was a little bit more tongue in cheek. Now that they're realizing, oh, we have a bigger audience. We have to show them that we're more serious. We have to because it's the same thing. In earlier seasons of drag race, they used to do more tongue in cheeky, stupid, silly. And then as it got on, they were like, oh, but now you need to be more professional, prim and proper.
0: You know what I mean? Like I've I've watched many peaches parodies that she's produced and written oh they're and fucking funny they're hilarious but they're mm-hmm. comedy they're parody like mm-hmm. they're you laugh at there was nothing laughable in this mm-hmm. and i don't know if if i were peaches watching this episode back if i would feel comfortable um how i was presented and edited here no all right we're gonna go back into um the boudoir for extermination day Sigourney Mm -hmm. says it's another day where she will give them filth and horror, but she's going to still give them titties. So how does everyone feel? Saint wanted to be more campy, but she can get into a serious Oscar moment. She claims she can see why the campy reading wasn't the best, but that's it. No, you're right. Saint. No, it was the best. You you Mm -hmm. are okay to question this decision.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Hoso says that they were all totally caught off guard, but Dolly says it was helping them have them both there. And again, this is more unfortunate manipulation by the show because Mm -hmm. no, it was not. It really did not help Mm -hmm. anybody. Dolly knows that Acting Challenge will be a complete shit show. Everyone has now had to reconfigure their entire character in a short amount of time. But let's start working on the floor show because let's not forget about that bad stuff. Let's talk about what could be good. Dolly is inspired by a blood demon and is pre-painting prosthetics and using prosate as latex. That she's working on Saint. Her entire character is revolved around religion, so she's going to do the highest demon of them all—an angel. Does that mean Seraphim is a devil? Is she a demon?
1: No, that just means Seraphim's a piece of shit.
0: Also, <laughs> ah! is going to be a drag king. It's a business demon who will sweet talk you into selling souls to him, but screw you over in the end. She is going to be working on some prosthetics that are made from foam clay, liquid latex, and put some gross-ass teeth on them. Also, she is creating middle finger molds to make horns and flip all the bitches off from all over. Zava is inspired by plastic surgery and sex, which she loves both. It is Zavaletta, but at another level. Mm. Um, I now would like to share a direct quote from Zavaletta on the show, if I may. Please. I don't follow rules, but when it comes to theater and dance, you have to listen to the critics in order to make it better. Hello, I am Critic. I am a theater critic for many years. I was part of the Drama Desk. I am a legit theater critic. Now y'all can listen to me. Zavis told you so.
1: Yeah, and I'm a bona fide choreographer who went to Amda, so you have to listen to me too.
0: Hey, that's mean! I'm alive. I'm nominated for a Glam Award as a writer, blogger, critic. Bullshit. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about that offline because there's some drama.
1: Yeah, I wasn't nominated for any Glam Awards this year. I was too busy being booked and working. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I said what I said. Sigourney is going to go the Lilith route as the Guardian of the Gates of Hell. She only has four lines in the acting challenge, so she's going to be doing a lot of reacting with her emotive face. Okay, I love this! For theater, but you are doing film! And the camera will decide what we're going to show. So literally, the only people who are going to see this are the people in the room. So you Mm -hmm. can act and react. We're not going to see it, girl!
1: Yeah, I I wonder if that was... I think that's another thing that really pissed me off about the challenge was how they filmed it was just trash. Like first we'll get, we're going to, uh, can we start talking about that or you want to segue into it? We're almost, there, we're almost there. Well okay. Sigourney
0: though is nervous for her makeup and she's not sure what to do. She will have an eyelash. That's all she knows. But mm-hmm. Zava says that she has some ideas if Sigourney wants to be filthy. Just use messy hair, strings all over, make it wet, use brown and shades to drag the eyes down. That was nice advice. Drag mm-hmm. are nice.
1: If only she took it.
0: Shanked. said what I said. Facts are facts. It's time for the alarms to sound and no one moves this time. Literally, they are just not moving. The stakes are gone. Get rid of it. It's not working.
1: Yeah, because that's a parody. And so then that would be funny right. if she reacted. So we're not supposed to be funny. So just keep painting.
0: The boulets come out, out of the gates of hell with their headpieces and capes and bodysuits on the judging panel, we have Ash vs. Evil Dead actor Ray Santiago, as well as Freakies Misha Oshervich. Uh, fun fact,
1: mm. Nicole
0: and used to have a little love fling with them, Ooh. and Misha and I matched on Tinder many years ago and almost went on a date, Ooh. and that's a history of why I am also still single all right the exorcisters i'm ready for this one aren't you
1: i want it to be over kill it with fire
0: all right so we are literally filming um on the main stage like uh this is a a set but jesus christ this was high school musical cheap um unacceptable like this this was like like a, a black box theater production of The Exorcist, created by the weird kids fr- who sit in the back of your classroom.
1: Like every season, we've had an acting challenge that's on location, that's very set up, very produced, very even if the production wasn't that high and it was just the set that was produced well, it still added to the environment and it got them into the mood and it got it better. This literally was like a shitty stage version. Like I, I, it's a catch twenty-one because or whatever the number is I twenty-two. Saying, I don't add, know number. Add,
0: add a one to it.
1: But like, it's either there could have gone two routes. If they want the Peaches Christ stage show route, film it from one angle and film the whole set and let them all go crazy. That makes sense. Or go route two and make it a movie parody where they're in a fucking bedroom, not on
0: a fucking stage, Mm -hmm. with really bad lighting. Like, I'm sorry, the lighting exactly. Well, no, you're absolutely right. The lighting was terrible because you could see the lights from the sides of the stage. There, there Mm -hmm. was just no room to film this. Um, and like, at least it drag race gives you a green screen and the lighting didn't help add to their characterizations
1: the cat the costumes um i was also really upset by how it was in stagnant in one space like we've had every like this the year that they did the um slasher film like they all died individually in different parts of a camping site or whatever that still had levels to it it still told a story like it was very butchered and botched together and was like, oh, they only acted for three minutes tied together with no storyline, but that was still more
0: entertaining than whatever the fuck this was, right? So the bed, I thought we were going to get like this amazing trick out of the bed, but it was just a fucking lumpy bed that wasn't, it wasn't even, it wasn't flat. Um, it was an embarrassment. Um, we're told in the description that they had to create their own costumes. So did Saint and Dolly have those 80s looks with them? Was there a costume ra- rack stockpile to pick from? Th- this look was the only remaining shed of camp left in the scene. So I want to know, how did we get to that decision to pick those looks? Because if you're going full on 80s camp, they did it perfectly. But what Mm. they wore did not match their acting.
1: Not at all. And then I was also really upset with um, the prop use of the bed, because you mentioned the bed, the ropes tying Hoso down. They literally just tied and untied the same rope like three times. It was stagnant. It didn't like... Yeah. The only, the only highlight of the entire moment for me was the throw up moment, but that was predictable because that's from the original Exorcist. It wasn't elevated. It wasn't crazy. It was just, it was, it was, it literally looked like as if someone was like, oh my God, for Halloween or middle school wants to put on a movie, but it's too scary. So we're going to have kids act it out to show that it's not real to make them feel better about mm-hmm. scary things. Yep. it like was It was just really underwhelming, undermining, and I hated it.
0: Yeah. So, I know genetics are weird and everything, but how did those two make Hoso? I only ask because there's no more camp left in the scene. Hmm. Um, Remember Eureka O'Hara in the exercise ad on All Star Six? This is her then. Yeah. (laughs) This is before, because I made a bad fat joke. I'm sorry, friends. I had to do it. Um, Yeah, listen, there was nothing parody about this. It was so dramatic. And, like, there were also no like camera effects. Like, Mm -hmm. you want to talk about making a movie, there were no camera effects. This was straight up theater. This was the film production of Hamilton. And I would be really surprised, I would want to know how many takes they did this in because it looked like they did one straight
1: take. Like, Mm -hmm. there was no edited cuts. It was, it literally just looked like, it literally looked like someone was like, okay, take my iPhone, we're going to do the show, and you just have to carry it, film it real quick. We're going to film it from three different iPhone angles and then edit it together. And I must say, though, honestly, out of the entire group, I was really surprised by Zavaleta because even though they cut down her gay voice thing, she was still well, the funniest. She's still. But, yeah.
0: So as you mentioned, the gross out bomb it strongly executed very much. What the what was needed. But one of my favorite parts was my child is she pans straight to the, the camera and Zavaleta says, gay, this is what the scene was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Fuck them for taking that away from the monsters. Because I think Zavaletta knew what she was doing here. Mm-hmm. This was a strong moment. this was camp. This is what I wanted out of this scene because that's what I was told we were getting. So we
1: were all thought we were getting it was a parody. and like that was that was the only parody moment. The rest of it right. was just pretty much a version of The Exorcist. So
0: characterization was interesting. She had very little to do, and this challenge I honestly think was re- meant for four. You only needed four characters, whether oh, yeah. y- you cut out the assistant or you only needed one uh, uh, parent. But it was only meant for four. I honestly think <sighs> I,
1: I. I... <sighs> I am not the best drag queen in the entire world. I'm not the end all be all in drag. This is just my personal opinion. But where the fuck was Sigourney's characterization of the cat? The, like, the hunchback was the only characterization. The makeup didn't add to it. The hair was a poor choice. The costume sucked.
0: She had four lines, and it, I could have done without all four of the lines, honestly. Yeah, if we I agree. It they should all have the all out. put it, they should have been given to the priest. That's that's how mm-hmm. a good write, a skit would have been written. And literally, um, all the advice Zavoletta gave to her to make her
1: character more creepy and gruesome and gross, she totally threw out the window. She did a basic eye contour, basic brow. Nothing about it screamed like scary, because cre- like even that was that. I, I, I agree with you. With it could be just a four people scene, but it could have been an extra level to the parody if they made her like the hunchback, like the like adding that
0: character as
1: like Frankenstein's assistant or whatever. I mean,
0: like like look. Like, like- Young Frankenstein is the parody of Frankenstein. The whole point of of the character Igor is the hump moving in every Mm -hmm. single scene and then being, um, I can help you with your hump. What hump? That's parody. That's camp. That's what this scene wanted to be. Oh my God, I'm I'm so angry. I'm so angry because there is nothing that the five of them could have done. They were given direction. They were taken away. Then they were made to look like absolute (laughs) fools. The scene had so much dead space. Mm-hmm. It was uncomfortable to watch. So scene wise, the story was they exercise. the teen. There's a lot of screaming. Then um, sh- there's no flying or spinning of the head. So it wasn't funny or campy or scary. She just mm-hmm. plops onto the bed. And then the bed is still destroyed and looks like shit. And now this was all just a setup that the assistant <coughs> kills the mother too. Saint does a very good job with the death. And again, that's it if this really was a parody when sigourney says the line it's not personal the rest of the line should have been it's just drag
1: yeah that would have been funny
0: but alas this is not what we got um this what the line was just the will of the lord not it's not comedy not at all the shocking twist was zavaletta's character is a demonic priest and it had no payoff except okay now we're gonna go do a demon floor show no. <coughs> we'll get to the comments before the, um, the critiques later on, but the, we're going to talk about the floor show. And in honor of the Demon Floor Show, we are going to play six 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 or miss miss miss. Yay! First up is Dolly. No designers listed. I feel like with Dolly at this point, it's just not a surprise. They are no, always man. going to deliver and do something great. But when you get wowed at the start of the season and then the mech comes in. It's just kind of unfortunate. I do like the steampunk element that they have presented. The white face is Dolly. The stash is Dolly. If there were not horns, I wouldn't have known it was a demon. So this was not my favorite of Dolly's.
1: I liked the construction in the garment and I liked how it placed on there. Like, I like the fit of it. Yeah. But like you just said, there was no demon-y kind of like how creative dolly mind, dolly's mind is, is especially seeing them in the resurrection i feel like they could have gone so much farther with the character i do understand maybe they had to like they maybe told them we don't know this but that could have been like a, you guys only have one hour to change from your main stage look to the right. that could have been a factor but like even if that was a factor like you could have gone much crazier with it i feel i agree i still feel
0: um drax says that she took direction well but her complaint was she kept her face white she was on brand but staying on brand was a mistake as it set a tone for the whole scene that it was outlandish and again i think that speaks to what the behind the scenes could have been if she knew she needed to turn into this look no shit she's going to paint a white face for the the Mm. challenge
1: because like if you look at all of their makeups they're all very simple the only person Mm -hmm. who did the most drastic change was hoso but we'll get to that
0: yeah misha says they wanted them to listen and they saw them thinking Ray wanted more vulnerability as the mother. As far as the floor show, he thought it was a good start, but there needed to be a build. Swan says, Torment is the currency and everyone is paying. It is similar to other looks they've seen, but she knows it lives in her world. She wants to see something wildly different. Um, again, execution-wise, it's a good look. It is a 666 for me, but I need to be wowed. Um. I agree it's
1: 666 for me as well. And I also think the other thing that Dragula has not addressed that a lot of the other competition shows have addressed. I mean, they addressed it in the resurrection, but they didn't address it yet in this season that this was still filmed during a pandemic. Correct. Not all these girls had all the money, the budget to go Correct. out and beyond. So the fact that all of them have been giving such produced moments, I still applaud all of them for everything they've done. But yeah, it's I, it was still a little underwhelming for this point of the competition.
0: The audience went 72% spook or six, 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 28% miss, miss, miss. Next up is Zavoletta. Um No shade, but someone messaged me and said this was Stassi and they're not wrong. Um, obviously there is a demon present, but the wings, they were a nightmare for her. I think this is sexy, but a bit pedestrian. Uh, she's shown us some incredible looks and again, this timing was unfortunate that it happened such late in the season because she's done better earlier on. This was not great.
1: Um, I, so I kind of disagree a little bit. I really mm-hmm. liked the storytelling, but it was through the editing. See, this is where the editing, I don't understand why they edit, ho- overtly edit the floor shows. It doesn't add to it. It just adds confusion because mm-hmm. while I was watching her floor show, I was like, oh, I get it. She's a fallen angel. She ripped the wings yep. off. Now she's a devil. It translated well to the storyline for me. And I thought she did a great job. I liked the details. I liked her commitment. And again, she sold it. i rather have someone like this than have someone like Saint do a picture-perfect look and walk down the runway. You know
0: what I mean? Yep. Uh, Ray says she did a great job and wants her in a reboot. She had a Boy George vibe. Drax mm-hmm. says this was the first time she saw her fear in her eyes on stage with the malfunction, and it wasn't her best stage performance. Swan saw it as the wings had to go, and she was lost in the story of the character. Misha says she has the magnetism, but she doesn't have to push it to an 11 to prove she's an amazing performer. Uh, for me, it's a bit simple. I will give it a miss, miss, miss.
1: I'm still giving it a 666 because uh, sidebar, Megami worked apparently for like six hours on those wings right before Zavoletta left for the plane and like put a lot of fucking effort into them. So I applaud her for, cause you know, Megami's technical skills is insane. Um, I just, I do give the editing, the Boulay Brothers editors a miss, miss, miss. Cause what the fuck are they doing?
0: Yeah. Audience. Well, they were 34% 666, 66% miss, miss, miss. Next up Sigourney. Uh, no designers listed. So there's a childbirth narrative. She's giving us a bit more haunting with the babies, but the garment was really just fucking lackluster. It was black fabric. The makeup with the prosthetic was demonic. But if you said vampire, I would have been like, yeah, I believe you. that's a vampire.
1: I didn't say it's a miss for me a complete miss 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 I didn't like the baby is okay I get it but like she said Lilith I did not see Lilith anywhere no. I saw someone who is a cannibal or someone who is just trying to do something for shock value it was a shock value performance that just didn't like at least Zavaletta's conviction and like performance showed a storyline I didn't see any storyline especially but this is the thing had we not seen the behind the scenes of her messing up the prom, and we just saw the editing, I thought it was pretty sick and cool, but like I still didn't see Demon. The editing on this show, they're over hyper editing the runways so that it's like in our head, we have a formed opinion. And then they go back and be like, oh, but we need to tell you this to help justify where we're going with the show. And it's really frustrating.
0: Misha says she filled the show in the acting challenge. She trusted her comedic instincts and was a fan of the camp she did bring. Where? Yeah. Um, Drax saw her in her head on stage when things weren't going according to plan. She took their notes, but she could have gone filthier. Where was the filth? Yeah. Ray says she got lost in the prompt and wanted to see the monster she is. And Swan says she served filth, but it's it's simple. And to choose something simple and stripped of detail was
1: risky. Where the fuck is the filth? Where is the fucking filth? I am so dis- tired of them saying, oh my God, I get that this is a television show and you want to be a more PC or you want to do things more clean and prim and proper. But like part of the Dragula pillar from the original days, from when they were on the fucking stage shows in DTLA or the precinct or wherever they fucking do their shows, there was a divine aspect of messiness, grossness that was filth. I have not seen filth at all this fucking season, whether it be one thirty second, oh, I'm Biting out of something and it's gushing. Ooh, where is the fucking filth? I'm over the show and them saying it's filth. Next, please take that out of the show. There's no I have not seen filth at all.
0: The audience. Six 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 thirty-one percent. Miss, 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 sixty-nine percent. Next up we got Hoso. Look by Hoso and Ken Cake, prosthetics by make or die. Um, I think this was easily the most unique concept. Mm-hmm. She created a creepy suit jacket with the skins, but it felt a little small. She is so petite and that's not a, a, a slight read, but she's just a very petite performer. Um, And I think her character could have been much grander and the makeup again, so simple, but it was all about that eyepiece. I think it was so well done and executed. I think this is
1: simplicity, but effective simplicity because yes. Oso every week has done this like crazy three-dimensional rah, 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 rah. But this for her was changing it up, but still not only committing to her character, but still telling an effective storyline that Mm -hmm. translated to the challenge in her own world. And that's basically what
0: they're looking for. So I
1: definitely 666 for me.
0: Swan loved the character as it was imaginative, wacky, and fun. This Beelzebub crossed with Beetlejuice. Drax says she sold the show and wanted her to recreate the character more. It was Dragula 101. Any one of them could get up there and puke and act crazy. Ray loved the attention to detail. She did great in the challenge, but it was an easy role. She needed something new. Misha disagrees. As they said, she changed tactics and in uh, horror film acting, this was fully realized and she used the prop well. Look was a 666 and the audience agrees. 86%, 666, 14%, miss, miss, miss.
1: But just to comment on what Misha said about how, oh, you changed your voice up and that was great. No, that's something that's written in a script. They're not going to let unless they behind the scenes. She was like, um, do you mind if I do this? We never saw that. It was basically, she took the script because she read the script off stage and it mm-hmm. was the same thing. It's what the scripts told her to do. So I don't understand why they think it's so groundbreaking. And I, it yeah. just goes against what this challenge is. It was a parody from the beginning and now it's a, oh, but you were, ser- no, you did what the client wanted. If you were like, oh, this is a client challenge. Here's the client, like America's Next Top Model. And they're like, the client is looking for this that's a different challenge if you're saying this is a parody challenge it i don't understand where the mutate how it mutated and that's really fucking I frustrating.
0: i mean my my i don't know i don't know anything my my prediction here would be they had it set as a parody challenge they had a script for a parody challenge then they found funding from dread to put into the show and dread said we need to be sponsored and have a movie challenge and this was the scapegoat situation mm. that would be my prediction we'll find out all right, Saint, wig by Atlas, look by Dahlia Black. Uh, this might be one of my favorite Saint looks of all time. It is so beautiful, and she has found yet a little bit of a sinister approach to it. The heart literally being ripped from her chest was incredible, but I needed more blood from it. The hair was exceptional. She is giving you glamour here, and it just was it was right on. Could there have been a little more detailing and and glamour in it with like maybe some sparkle and stones? Sure, but this is who Saint is, and I appreciated it.
1: I mean, I... Personally, didn't see the devil. Like, it is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Saint is an amazing look person. She does these intense, crazy, conceptualized, artistic things that like a lot of drag queens can't even get touch. Which, and I, she's doing it. She's doing the damn thing. But the brief was demonic devil. I didn't get demonic devil from it. I got angelic because she said she was an angel. Which I get the whole biblical thing. She's saint. She's a saint. She's an angel. I get that. But it to me it didn't match. Like uh, they loved it because it was the, oh it was the one out of everyone that she did a different approach yada yada yada. I it didn't read for me personally.
0: I mean, if you want to talk about ripping wings off, this should have been it. Yeah, that would have been yeah. If if she ripped her wings off
1: or like when she turned around, there was like barbed wire or something Help. like in her like torturing her or something. You know what I mean? If yeah. there was something that red translated to her falling i would have been great but like you just ripping a heart out and eating it It just was like that was just it to me it looked like a gag that was added to make it to make it fit the brief you know what i mean like it was a last minute detail it, it could have been something she planned from the beginning but it translated as something that was led last minute, last minute added on
0: juan says the performance was quieter and better her look was deadly and thought-provoking ray said she nailed the vomit take and loves the look he wanted a couple more heartbeats and wanted to feel the blood pumping. Drac doesn't want her to get aggravated with the note, but they want her to push and push. In the short, she was great and was a character she could see get murdered. Misha says she was listening to everything and had a perfect car film reaction. They wanted more freedom in the floor show. I like the look. I'll give it a six six six.
1: I give it a six six six, but like I give it based primarily on how well executed
0: it was. Yeah. For me, it just it totally missed the brief though. The audience was 69% 666 and 31% miss, miss, miss. All right. So in the pre-judge chat that um, they said they were expecting the best and got furthest from it. And I screamed at my screen and said, fuck you. You did this. This mm-hmm. was your direction. You made this happen.
1: 100%. Um,
0: and I'm mad that they kept that in and and making maybe, maybe this episode before they got to the editing was like, oh my God, it's perfect. That Everyone was so great. So show us how great these top five are. Don't mm-hmm. don't make them look like idiots and give them a, a, an unnecessary arc of redemption. It, it's mm-hmm. not deserved. The winner is Hoso. She's going to be a movie star. Um, I don't know what do you, what kind of movie she's going to be and what character is she going to play. I think she can
1: give a very. I mean, I don't. I'm not mad at her winning in the sense that I feel like she, if she gets to work with that, I'm. It's going to be either one of two things. It's either going to be she gets a walk online. She says something scary or like gets killed off first and then it's called a day or they're going to let her actually create a character, which I hope they let her do because she has that kind of brain where she can make something kind of like even if it's just like a zombie character from a different world or whatever. I feel like she can go crazy with it. I hope they let her give her the the creative artistic license, but with seeing how overtly produced this episode was, I highly doubt it.
0: Yep. Saint is safe, leaving Sigourney Zavoletta and Dolly up for extermination. Do you agree? God, uh, no. Fine.
1: I think all five, I think, I personally think there should have been no winner and all five gone up. But there had yep. to be a winner because the prize was so big. But if yep. it was up to me, I would have just put them all up for elimination because not because they deserved it, but because they fucked them over so bad for the challenge that not one of them really did what they were looking for so it would have been only fair to have them all do the extermination to give that added if you're gonna if you're gonna try to make them look all fucks just commit to it and go full force with it don't try to produce a oh well these two were a little bit better why why were those two a little bit better i saw them all do a great job you know what i mean or i see them all do the same job
0: for this extermination, they will be in a fear trial where they're going to be bound to a wall in a latex vacuum chamber. Fear the face of suffocation and the inability to move. Expel those inner demons of self-sabotage. All right, well, Sigourney feels doomed being in the extermination challenge. And Dali is a bit, of je- bit jealous that Hoso has two wins as the first person to win two competitions this season also said this will push other asian girls that all drag isn't just for white people she says this is important for scene two and meanwhile was like fuck my drag <laughs> she took it like a trooper but honestly i wanted zava to be like are you serious am i white is that what you're seeing me as
1: i just think it's that Zav was at the point what it looked like she was not in her head but she was thinking we're at the point where i'm at top five I just had the last blowout from the last episode and I, th- think, I think she was being smart and strategic by being like, I'm just going to make it a joke because if I go a serious route with it, they're going to overproduce this and I'm going to look like even bigger of a yeah. villain.
0: I mean, Hoso is like, oh my God, my foot is in my mouth. So Sigourney is an AFAB performer and Dolly is nine Bonnier, Everybody, everybody, great top five. Saint says this is the strongest top five in Dragula history. And as you, you alluded to earlier, fact or fiction?
1: Um, I see the problem is, is I don't, it's not that it's not the strongest top five. I think it's the strongest five people from this season. There if that makes sense. Because Absolutely. I feel like every, every season has been so perpetually different. This is the first time we've had a season like this is, this is the season, the first season for a hundred thousand dollars. So it's different than the previous right. seasons. Right. And like every season, since the cast is so different, like last season with Land Insider. It was it's their top five was specifically different from this top five, so it's you Absolutely. can't really compare them.
0: We're gonna learn a little bit of a backstory on Hoso. Um, she is immune compromised person, and she always felt like her life would amount to nothing. Uh, she was riddled with fear that she could one day just drop dead, everything move on as if nothing happened because she amounted to nothing. And I was like same sis. This is a fear of mine as well. Um, Obviously, I don't have uh, what she had. I, I haven't had to go through chemo or anything. But, yeah, the the idea of, like, I could just go away and nothing stops moving, that's a very terrifying idea.
1: Yeah. Immortality is something that definitely, like, I mean, no bullshit. Like, when I auditioned for Dragula, I was very, like, I'm not afraid of anything. Ah. But in real life, I am very much afraid of death. Like, yeah. death is something none of us can control and none of us can stop, start. It's like very, it's one of like the hidden wonders of the world. Everything could be great. And I don't know where you still could die. So.
0: Absolutely. She says being in this competition and sharing her art, she'll be happy if she were to drop dead now. This is the reason why she's an artist. She knows what life is. Everyone is bringing it. So why should they be in the top four? Dolly says they have to. This is a test. They just keep getting brought back. The first time they were up for extermination on their season, they gave up, but now they're there for them sigourney knows her name is in the top three and will do everything she has to do to get there zava works hard and she can feel it in her bones she didn't come here to prance around she came here for her dream and she will fulfill her dream sigourney is terrified and thinks she's going to end up going home but same things it can be between her and zava could be anybody Sigourney does say she finally is glad she's won Zavaleta over, and she tells her that, Zava, you have nice fashion.
1: <laughs> very cute,
0: very cute. Whoever goes home, though, it is the Boulet's decision. We're going to go to the Chamber of Calamity, and, well, it's just the same fucking spook house. I mean, you, you mentioned earlier about um, COVID and COVID restrictions. This mm. clearly is, is part of the COVID restrictions, where they didn't know how to do exterminations this year. And mm. you have one of those fear houses that you can do and have elements in. You're going to milk it for every penny you have.
1: Mm. It was fun because I remember what we were discussing, like the first intro episode that people, um, I forgot who did their, I think you said you did the research that this place actually has a whole bunch of more other rooms that they never went to. And now we know why, because they needed the to group? use it for other parts of the episodes.
0: What I will say is I miss group exterminations because, mm. They had a little more edge to them, and you could base it off of another person. And like um, the fear was,
1: it was like yeah. more heightened, more gruesome. And
0: I get it because of the camera angles and everything. But here, I, I wanted to see them all present. I want like there is something about that mm-hmm. shock challenge when they're all four of them there. I was like, that's that's right. That's what I want to see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How would you handle this challenge? Um, this would have been very close to what Seraphim should have done uh, last season with the mummification challenge that she uh-huh. did on the podcast. She didn't Oops. do it. Uh, how would you do in this one?
1: Oh, I actually, I don't. I think this is for the first time in the history of dragula. I think this is the one affirmation I wouldn't. I would have at least had a panic attack about. Because, oh. So in my family history, um, my father has intense breathing problems and like lung mm-hmm. issues, and it. They don't know. They physically like it's such a rare auto autoimmune disease that they don't know if it's hereditary or not. So there's like mm-hmm. I won't know if, if I have it until I have it. So there's always that lingering feeling of me and my breathing that I'm very like breathing for me is like that's where my panic is so I I've done <laughs> I've done breath play before and I've been in one of those machine things before but the one that I was in had the mouth open sure. so I was like when I first heard this I was like oh this is so easy but then when their faces were fully covered I was like oh no 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 no
0: I hope the photographers got some good images because there were some art in those shots oh
1: yeah when Dolly was like ripping it up first, like about mm-hmm. to rip it I was like That was like a shot like artist Mm -hmm. shot
0: all right we're going to talk about the death scene we seem to be in some sort of like torture chamber that is decked out with crosses on the stretcher we see there is a body that belongs to zavaleta who was strapped down we're going to get some like demon priest ritual as zava is about to meet her maker and die um i i feel like this was one of the most beautifully shot death scenes in a world of redemption this is a good sign for Zavaleta if she were to come back for the show, because I think they really gave us time to watch it and mourn her elimination.
1: Yeah. Something. First off, her dying was the best acting in the entire episode, hands down. Like even the boulets in the beginning, whatever the fuck that was. Um, I said what I said. Um, mm-hmm. But first off, I thought her acting was the best. Second off, I think they're completely wrong in eliminating her. The fact that Sigourney is still there, I don't understand. Um, and if we're also only going based off the extermination, Dali looked like the only person who was struggling, but again, we only saw 10 seconds of it. So we really can't make that decision because the Lulays love doing that. But when it comes to the actual death scene, I agree with you. I think, um, it hands down Zavoletta is whether you love her or not, or whatever attitude she has, whatever she is, the one of the best performers Dragula has ever seen, like stage wise. So and one of the most dramatic, one of the most like extra, but like she knows what she's doing and she does it with such grandeur and such like dedication. And like she did, she she's not going to say sorry ever. We'll accept that yeah. one episode,
0: but whatever. I, I, I think the difference is she is a performer first, artist second. Yeah. While a lot of other people on the show are artists first, performer second. And mm-hmm. with the clearly where the shows are putting themselves in, where the direction they're going in. Like they would love to probably crown Saint, but they're you're not getting the performer out of Saint that they want. Mm-hmm. And it's and this is what this is this is the results we're getting. Um yeah, I I feel like I was okay with leaving because I do like Sigourney and I think maybe she could have done better in a lot of things in the past two weeks, probably, but I do think her narrative isn't done quite yet um but i almost would have been like you know what we kind of fucked this challenge this week up with how the challenge was presented none of you are leaving well that's the other thing i was
1: that i think honestly uh, we could potentially if next week in the beginning acting challenge is still in the church and she just like comes back to life and neither of none of them were exterminated i could see that being a potential twist but hopefully i i do i don't We'll have to see because there's, there's a whole bunch of things behind the scenes that neither of us know about that we have to just ride it out because they're probably going to bring some of this up at the reunion if they do that this season. So hopefully they do that this season.
0: Yeah, I I, I was really disappointed with this episode. And clearly, listeners, you, you can tell I was upset with this episode.
1: We're both uh, upset with this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I just... There, there's a way to re- make reality TV and there's a way to make reality TV manipulative to the viewers. Mm-hmm. And we're not dumb. We we no. know the art form. We know the culture. And we know how to look up a word in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. This was a disservice. I have not looked on the internet uh, to see how people reacted to the episode. I've been way too busy because I have five episodes, five five shows to recap in a week. I, I, I'm a little busy. Um, But if people are upset, I don't blame them. Mm -hmm. I really don't blame them. Let's talk about the burning questions. What is Zavaleta's legacy?
1: Unapologetic. Mm -hmm. Unapologetic. Knows how to do what they're doing. They're good at what they're doing. And that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, I I think there definitely were those two episodes where the audience Mm -hmm. immediately turned on her. Um, So Zavaleta, if this show has taught you anything, don't go off and go crazy because the audience will turn on you in a heartbeat. If you got something to say, say it privately.
1: And also, uh, I think she, if A, if they bring her back for All-Stars, I feel like she's going to be, if they do an All-Stars, because we don't know their world, but if they do an All-Stars, I feel like she's going to be one of those people that like, after touring and all the money-making, she'll be able to bring more cuntier looks from bigger designers. Either that or theoretically speaking and this is not far-fetched because they dragula did it i could see her being the first contestant on drag race for doing the that, drag that's
0: definitely possible i definitely yeah. think so um but i will say i think if there is one thing that Savales should work on and i think there are a lot of people in her life that could help her is storytelling
1: um mm-hmm.
0: because there's a difference between being a performer and a storyteller and i think once she grasps the storytelling aspect it's going to be a lot better it's going to be a lot different and they're going to respect it a little more because storytelling is a big part of what they want
1: Mm -hmm.
0: who's going to be exterminated next
1: who do i want to be who or who do i think is going to be because those are two totally different answers give me both who i want is Sigourney because it's literally the same look every single fucking week and it's getting boring um but but she is great at what she does so you know what if that's what they want to go with let them go with that because it's not my show um who do I think is going to be exterminated next they're gonna have to either pit uh, you know what they're not going to have to this is what's going to go next is they're going to out of everyone have one winner for the next challenge and put the rest in extermination and they're going to basically pit saint versus dolly and one of them are going home
0: yeah, I, I think you're right. I think there's no world in which you can have the two of them in the finale and and either not crown them both or whatever. Mm. Um, I think based on what's gone on so far, it should be Sigourney. But I do think mm. I'm not going to be happy, but I think it's going to be Saint. And I'm really, really disappointed if that's the way it's going to go. Yeah. After seven episodes, the winner of the season is. Sigourney. I'm gonna flip it. I I I don't I I can't justify it right now. I can't unless unless something happens next week where she wows us all and gives us one of the greatest looks in the show's history. I think with two wins, Hoso leading right now for me. Um, oh, I I,
1: I I didn't say that. That wasn't the question. The question was, who do we think? Who do I want? I said want?
0: after seven episodes, the winner of the season is
1: Sigourney. Who do I want the one? to be? Hoso, but who is the winner at Sigourney?
0: Okay. I mean, I again. I think Saint they they've critiqued her too much. I don't think there's a crown in uh, view right now. Um, Dolly, I don't think people will be happy if they give Dolly um, a crown after not being there the first week because uh, mm-hmm. I'm not here for that free pass. And I just don't at this point see Sigourney winning because she she's on a very very fast decline, and mm-hmm. Hoso is on a very very fast upward climb. So. I'm going to make my flip right now. I'm going to go to Hoso, and maybe I'll be wrong, but um, I don't know. This, this this episode really left a bad taste in my mouth.
1: Yeah, really fucked with what I thought Dragula was.
0: Yeah. Well, as all you know, we do a little mini extermination challenge, <laughs> and it's kind of like a truth or dare type thing, so I'm going to dare you to tell the truth about something. Are you ready? Down. Who is the most suffocating person in new york city nightlife
1: nova zara i love her but she don't shut up
0: (laughs) it worked because i
1: she knows i i love her i call her nascar but um she literally there was a point in her instagram career where she put like 40 stories in a row and it was just her talking to herself. And I'm like, girl, you know what? She on that Valentina Fantasy Wavelength. And it obviously worked because now she's on TV. I love her. She's talented. But sometimes she need to learn when to shut up.
0: Fair. That's fair. So you don't get mad when I post like 21 looks back to back because I have to post 21 looks. But you I'm
1: have girl. to. You're doing it for
0: work. She's just like, hey, guys, it's me, Novazar, And I'm just so excited to be here.
1: And the girl, you can't be happy all the time
0: shut up but you have uh, there's a part b to this extermination challenge okay what's up i want 10 slides in a row of uh your best Novazar. <laughs> okay um you don't have to say it's no you can just give me 10 tense oh, on your instagram i want 10 slides oh. of a zalika oh, I monologue um yeah I have to get Nova sure I, I want you well, to be that. so happy perky and love life
1: I'll tag her in every single one too. I do <laughs> give a fuck. I've done this before though. I actually one time. So remember when she had that series where she was like, "Oh my god, a street find!" Like, but like did like seven yeah. of them. Uh-huh. I literally walked up to a pile of trash and was like, "Oh my god, it's <laughs> Nova and I'm in Bushwick and look, I found this pile of goodness." It was just literal trash. It was. It made me happy.
0: All right. Well, of Parsons, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you got coming up?
1: You can find me on Instagram as at Zalika NYC. I changed it because I want to be known for a New York girl, I guess, whatever. Um, my Venmo is tip the drag queen, tip like my penis, the drag queen like my job uh sunday december 5th i will be at the stonewall inn with my invasion with heidi ho pixel the drag jester and tiffany other samantha you can also catch me sundays at cell rose for babes who brunch which is getting wilder and wilder it's a lower east side brunch that's what used to be prim and popper but now it's like a turn up for what um you can also find me at house of x and house of yes and i have So many big projects that I'm working on that I'm not allowed to talk about, but uh, one of them I am allowed to talk about is Celebrity Drag Match. We're taking Celebrity Death turning it into a drag show, and I'm excited about that.
0: That sounds like fun. Follow, follow, follow. Mm -hmm. Well, it's always a pleasure talking about this little little drag show with you.
1: Oh, it's always fun. I
0: love it. I feel like every week we've got it
1: to be like, oh my God, I'm so excited to watch. And then we get pissed and then just bitch about it.
0: That's what makes it a good show.
1: If, yeah, you have, right. if,
0: if it can elicit reactions out of you, it's a good show.
1: If you can't hate this drag show, how in the hell are you going to hate someone else's drag show?
0: Exactly. Mm. A big thanks to Zalika for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, Soundclutter, Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterinthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.